Welcome to the Rumble Reverend Podcast. This is your brother, Nico. Uh, Today, I want to talk about something that I came across. Uh, A brother on Facebook uh, posted um, about a campaign that that he found on the internet. Now, uh, the, the campaign is called The Campaign to Kill Jesus. Uh, apparently, there's this atheist man who is heading this um, campaign. Um, and the reasoning behind the campaign to kill Jesus is, according to him, it's like, if we can take him out, all the other gods will come with him. You know, he. Um, I looked at his, obviously, the, the website page. So you can look, Google it, Google campaign for to kill Jesus, and it's real. Uh, right now, it's a very... Um, small campaign but and maybe right now it's not on the on the radar but even the Bible says in Psalm 2 and, and I'm gonna read from Psalm 2 today and I'm gonna break this down and I'm gonna show you how this campaign to kill Jesus has to do something with Psalm 2 which is a prophecy and but we also are gonna see what God has to say about about this. Now, this apostate, his name is Derwin. Now, I'm calling him that not to be insulting, but that's what he calls himself. He even made up a certificate, a certified apostate. And he wants to send that in to Congress or wherever he lives. And he wants to make it uh, a thing that, you know, that they don't want to be bound by uh, religious rule and that they don't want... Um, churches to get tax breaks um so but anyway before i go any further uh, let's go ahead and pray and then go into the message uh, heavenly father we bless your holy name we thank you lord for your word we thank you god that your word is truth and god even when people try to say that they want to take you out or that they don't believe in you or that you're uh, never coming back. Lord, we have your word. And if you have said that you would come back, you're going to do it. And we know for sure that um, that your word is true because we are seeing prophecy being fulfilled. And some of these prophecies are old, thousands of years old. But yet they're being fulfilled with accuracy. So God, we just pray for the message. I pray for my listeners And as you're teaching them, teach me. In Jesus' name, amen. Psalm 2. Why do the nations rage and the people plot a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, let us break their bonds in pieces and cast their cords from us. Now, that's what I believe this campaign to kill Jesus is all about. You know, the in here it talks about, you know, the, the, in verse 1, the question introduced, uh, uh, why do the nations rage, is a rhetorical question to express surprise at the presumption of the nations in light of the relations of God's reign through his co-regent. Elsewhere, nations that rage against God's authority are compared to the raging sea. Uh, We can look at that, uh, see the comparison in Isaiah chapter 17, verses 12 through 13. So, um, 
And the, and the word plot is the same word in Hebrew that says as meditates. And only in this case, it's used negatively to describe the contemplation of plans to be free from God's dominion. So this campaign fulfills that. Sure, right now this man's a, a nobody, but this is, you know, we're reading Psalm 2 right now, and it's saying that the nations and the people uh, are raging. They're mad. They're angry at God, and they hate him, and they hate us. And they plot a vain thing because they're going to lose for sure. Because they don't want, they don't want anything to do with God. They don't want anything to do with Jesus. They've rejected him. You know, I pray for these atheists. I pray for these people to be converted, that God show them their need for Christ. But I know that not every one of them will. But we pray for those who have ears to hear. Let them hear. And God, show them. Show them their need. Open their eyes and, and lift their, the, the veil and, and yank the scales up from their eyes. Amen. I love the next part. In verse 4, it says, He who sits in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall hold them in derision. Then he shall speak to them in his wrath. And distress them in his deep displeasure. So, in verse 4, the place from which God reigns in heaven, God's response to the rebellion of the nations is to mock them, knowing that their attempts are futile and that their destiny is certain. Yes, their destiny is certain. If they if they continue to rage and plot a vain thing against God, they're not going to meet God um, as a friend, but as a foe. And the, even the Bible says that it's a fearful thing for to fall into the hands uh, of, of, the, of the true living God. And then in verse five, it says the derision in the in the previous verse leads to action, rebuking the nations in wrath. So this is going to be bad. This is going to turn out bad. I think this not only is this this campaign to kill Jesus is just uh, the tip of the iceberg because the iceberg is going to there's going to come a day when all the nations will gather to make war against God's anointed. And we know that God's anointed is Jesus Christ. But we know that the day that the Lord steps on this earth, he's going to wreak havoc with his wrath. Uh, it'll be too late to persuade him. Uh, the, the, the anger um, will be great. It will be uh, how it's described as, you know, um, uh, crushing grapes in a wine press. And I just kind of imagine just some guy just thumping away like, like thumper, just crushing these, these, uh, these grapes and just the stuff sauce all over his clothes. And, and that's kind of the way it describes that when Christ comes back and he goes to war, the, 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 the blood of his enemies will be so high. It'll be up to the bridle of the horse. Now the bridle of the horse is all the way up to like almost by the bottom of its neck. That's at least three or four feet high, deep of blood. And we know that, I don't know if you've noticed that where the battle of Armageddon is, is Megiddo in, in Israel. That's a really big, big valley, and it's vast. One day, all the nations will be there, 
Christ will be there and the blood will be so deep it'll be up to the bridle of the horse and there'll be so so many dead that the uh, there'll be just fowls and birds just picking and eating off of uh, commanders and kings and and uh, and soldiers and picking off the flesh and and eating so is it oh, my plea to anyone who, who who's listening you know let's pray for these people because they they're 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 planning and plotting such a a futile thing god mocks them god laughs at them Number six, verse six. Yet I have set my king on my holy hill of Zion. I will declare the decree the Lord has said to me. You are my son. Today I've begotten you. Ask of me and I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron and you shall dash them to pieces like a potter's vessel. Now, therefore, be wise, O kings, be instructed, you judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the son, lest he be angry and you perish in the way. When his wrath is kindled, but a little, but blessed are those who put their trust in him. So there's a verse here that I, um, that really stood out to me, um, where it says, Now therefore be wise, O kings, and be instructed, you judges. Serve the Lord with fear. The word of warning for the rebellious nations is to be wise and be instructed. This bears a remarkable resemblance to the Old Testament Testament wisdom literature, which is found in Proverbs 8, verses 32 to 33. The nations are given an opportunity to change their ways and submit to God's king. Their submission should be fear and trembling, showing their, their, the connection between fearing Yahweh and the acquisition of wisdom. So, this is a warning for atheists, for anybody who tries to have a campaign to kill Christ, uh, to break the bonds of God's dominion, it's a warning. Do not do this. It's f- foolish and futile. I know that, you know, I w- as I was reading the the, the website of, of uh, the campaign to kill Christ, uh, Jesus, you know, they're like, the guy was saying, well, you know, he's, the, Jesus is already dead. And it's like, if anything, you know, we're just trying to kill the memory of him. And like, well, you know, the Bible says that those who are perishing, um, find the gospel foolish but we know those who are saved that man that is the power of God unto salvation you know I just pray for this for this guy Derwin and and I also pray for any other of his followers or any of his people or any people that, that are gonna be deceived because it's deceived from from the deepest darkest pits of hell and it's totally demonic and, and totally influenced by the spirit of the Antichrist. We got to pray against this church. Like this is, you know, the end times are here. I mean, I'm not being cute when I'm calling, saying, hey, end times church. I'm not just trying to be cute. Like I'm, I'm trying to like get it in your head. You are in the end times and you are the end times church. And we need to get ready. 
And we need to get right because if we can't stand the trials that we're going through now, what makes you think that you can take care, uh, handle the trials that are going to come later when the persecution is coming, when you got people banging at your doors and want to drag your, you and your family out and shoot you or burn you or turn you into the police because you're a Christian? All right, if you can't handle your trials now, what makes you think you're going to be able to get through those kind of trials? We got to get right. We got to get right. Let's do that. Let's get right. But we also got to pray for these other people because even though right now there may be their eyes may be closed, but the Lord may open the eyes of others. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just lift up this campaign to kill Jesus. Such a foolish and vain and futile movement because they cannot kill you. You've already defeated sin and death. And God, your son is alive and he is ascended into heaven. And one day he is coming back and he is going to be coming back soon. He is coming back for a people that are ready to, to, to be with him forever. But when Christ comes back to this earth, he is coming to execute righteousness, to, to execute his enemies, to, to execute anything that hinders love and anything that has, uh, that has, come and harmed his bride he is going to take revenge that's why the lord says that let god take revenge so lord we just pray for the, for the atheists who are into this campaign who are plotting a vain thing god you're the one who can do the impossible you can take a heart of an atheist and crush it and make it into a heart a flesh, make it alive. You can reveal yourself to them. But not all of them, Lord, will be converted. Not all of them will want to. Well, I just pray to be a, that we, that we, the church, the end times church, will be a strong witness to those who are non-believing so that when they stand before you, they can't say that they didn't know, that they can't say that they had not been warned. But on the other hand, Lord, but likewise, that you had warned them, that you had sent them Christians and they rejected them, that you sent messages to them and they rejected it. And they seared themselves so that they wouldn't have to feel anything anymore, so they won't feel the conviction. They just completely shut themselves off from you, God. But Lord, your people, we don't do that, Lord. We want to be open to you. We want to be receive you and receive your blessings and receive your wisdom. And Lord, your, even your word says here in, in Psalm 2 that kiss the son lest he be angry and you perish in the way. But when his wrath is kindled, but for a little, blessed are those who put his trust in him. Lord, we are blessed because we trust you. We are blessed. And Lord, you know when we will return. Your Lord, in your great mercy, you didn't come right back right, uh, uh, right away. And this is your plan, not ours. And we don't understand your plan. It doesn't matter. We have to trust you, Lord. We have to trust you. God, I pray, help us to trust in your word. That is where our faith needs to be, in the promises of God. All the promises of God are yes and amen through Jesus Christ. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for uh, listening in. Um, I just want to give a little update. Um, please pray for me. 
Um, my health hasn't been good lately. Uh, yesterday, um, August 1st, yeah. No, September 1st. It's September 1st. <laughs> my bad. I'm already... And uh, I was at the VA hospital. Uh, I was having a lot of pressure in my my head and my eyes. And um, it has to do with a, a swollen gland that I have in my brain. It's uh, the pituitary gland, which is the master gland that controls your hormones throughout your whole body. Well, I have a swelling there, which has also caused my the rest, some of the other parts of my brain to swell up. Uh, so I pray, you know, uh, I ask for you to pray for my health in regards to that. Um, I sold my house and um, I'm having right now having a hard time with the, where I'm trying to get into. And I really think it's just spiritual attack. You know, I really feel like right now me and my wife uh, and our family are under spiritual attack. The enemies. For whatever reason, they're not happy, and the, the spiritual attacks are very, very heavy. I know my wife woke up today feeling a lot of anxiety and stress. Um, so we've just been seeking the Lord and, and, and praying and, and listening to gospel music and just trying to worship and, and stay in the Word and stay focused. Um, it's not easy, I'll tell you that. It's pretty hard. You know, we got a lot of stuff, so got to move out of here and all that. Um, so please pray for that as well. And um, so, uh, I think that's about it for now. And uh, in regards to the podcast, you know, I still ask if that there be more listeners and uh, subscribers. Um, and then also that, you know, uh, yeah, just more listeners, more subscribers. And uh, if you feel so inclined to support the podcast, please do so. Um, if you're listening on Anchor.fm, you should be able there. If you go to my the dashboard on my uh, Rumble Reverend podcast, uh, there's a button there where you can click to subscribe. Um, if you have a prayer request, you can also message me uh, through the through that dashboard as well. Um, I also have a um, web some links there to like my Instagram and my website and Twitter uh, feed. Uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram and on uh, on Twitter and follow my blog as well. Anyway, God bless you in Jesus name. Peace. <laughs>